This is the Circling Wizardry Podcast, a show about circling for circlers. In each episode, I'll be talking with teachers and practitioners who are bringing circling into the world. If you're not familiar with circling, I encourage you to hit pause and Google what is circling before you continue. I'm your host and founder of the School of Circling Wizardry, Josh Stein. Learn more about me at circlingwizardry.com about. Today, I'm talking to Jordan Allen. Jordan is the head of Circling Europe in the Americas, the founder of Circling Austin, and the creator of circleanywhere.com, the first platform to make circling accessible globally online. I met Jordan in 2014 as a fellow co-facilitator for the first Toronto Circling Immersion, I actually didn't like him at first, but over the years, he's become one of my most trusted friends. In part two of this interview, Jordan lets us in on his training philosophy and his excitement about bringing circling principles to the world of marketing. But actually, it's like in the stripping away of the, I don't know, the illusions, stripping away of my illusions, I become more more myself. And there's this way in which each time I strip something away... And I see what this quote new thing is that I see. It's not new at all. It's like I recognize it as, oh, this was here all along and I didn't even know it. Yeah. And it's exciting to like when I think of training leaders, which is a lot of what I do, like it's very exciting to me to be like the, the way I'm training you to be is actually like, um, just yourself. (laughs) like and sometimes there's a these kind of like really deep like oh you didn't realize that you were already really good at like understanding people and like being with them in their experience Mm. and like that's actually very natural you've been doing it all along Mm. and we're just kind of removing more and more the filters that, that have put yeah have gotten in the way of that yeah what I'm hearing and what you're saying is that you, you really trust that people in general or all, I don't know if you're saying all people or people in general are like just innately, we have this innate capacity, ability to not just relate, but to, um, to, to be with someone really closely in their world, to, to, sh- to like, to do a lot of these things that we do in circling. That's something that is more innate than learned. Yeah, I think so. And it's it's scary sometimes to say that because I'm Mm. like, why are you going to come pay me or my company (laughs) $4,000 to do a training to teach you to be what you already are? (laughs) But then it's also incredibly liberating for me because I don't actually have to do anything. Like I'm, not, and we talked about this earlier too. Where like I don't have to take responsibility for your growth, that you're learning, because it's actually not my responsibility. And if I take it from you, I'm hurting you more than helping you. Yeah. Like, yeah, seems like there's a paradox in there. Yeah, that your um, your quote training someone to be a leader. Um but in such a way where you're sort of letting go or backing off, not taking responsibility for them. Can you, does that feel like a a paradox to you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
and it's a similar paradox to like the role, the role of like a CEO in a, in a deliberately developmental organization or like these kind of self-managing like teal organizations mm. where like the vast majority of, and I, I use that as an example because it's more concrete. So the vast majority of what they do is actually saying no to the things that a normal leader would do. For example, if you're, if you're trying to distribute authority, then like somebody comes and says, Hey, will you make this decision about whether to invest, you know, $500,000 in this new factory or whatever. I don't know. Factories probably cost millions of dollars. I don't know. But, um, and the, the CEO's job is to say, is to say, well, that's actually your decision. I'm happy to give you my advice. And if, if he takes the normal or she takes the normal bait and says like, okay, cool, here's the decision. Then she's actually like, yeah, she, she's actually done the opposite of leading in a way, mm. in this new way. Mm. And she's taken the, the potential for that person to, to grow in their capacity. And, ha- and, and she ends up hurting the whole system because more and more relies on, on her as the individual leader instead of it being more like a neural network. Yeah. Where if one node is falling down, the, the degradation of the system is, is minimal. It's, it's graceful because everyone picks up the load until that person can, or that node or that leader can kind of come back to themselves. I, I realize I'm not answering your questions. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it leaves me curious about, like maybe the question for me is how do you train someone from a place of it almost sounds like not training them the way you initially described it right how do you train someone from a place of not training them if that resonates and please correct me if it there's a better way you'd put it it reminds me of the old uh socrates quote like we like we all we possess all knowledge, but we possess it in forgetfulness. Mm. And it's like the Socratic method of like, of, of teaching where you're just essentially asking questions to bring forth. Like, I think this is the, this is what circling naturally already does. It's like, and you know, like a, a classic circling, you could say technique or habit that we've, we've built up is when somebody you see something that seems a little weird instead of going in and like you would as a therapist and being like, Oh, like you, you have this kind of thing. I wonder what caused that. Let's see if we can heal it. Or as a coach and being like, Hey, let me help you get to this new area. Mm-hmm. We, we use the relationship. And so we're like, huh? Like you see like jumping off a cliff as like a, a terrifying thing, but I see it as like really exciting. Like, why is that? help me understand and so we use the kind of difference to like highlight something because essentially if there's that kind of difference like one of us either we take a larger view that holds both poles Mm -hmm. and then we both step into that in which case we've both kind of stepped into a greater truth which we already knew but just needed to see Mm -hmm. or like one of us kind of changes our position based again on on seeing the kind of inherent value of of what was there, not by needing to prove the other one wrong. 
Yeah. There's, there's something I'm hearing, I guess, about curiosity and building of awareness. Um, yeah. Shifting of perception, perhaps, that, you know, Guy likes to say that Gregory Bateson likes to say that action is a function of awareness or perception. Mm. That there's something, you know, the, the engineer in me wants to find out, like, what is the mechanism of this training technique of not training? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, what happens for you as I say that. I just start looking, like, what is the mechanism? And I've, I've thought a lot about, or like John and Sean and I have talked a lot, we've talked with participants a lot about our pedagogy, like how we teach what we teach, why we teach it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, we've looked at it through a lot of developmental lenses and, um, and just kind of considering, and for those who don't know, the developmental lens is a, a loose way of saying it would just be that um, a very loose way of saying it would be like, you know, do you, do you teach a, a elementary school kid the same way you teach a university student? Mm-hmm. And, and we have in our training, like people from all developmental levels and, and experience in circling and experience in consciousness work. And more and more, it's like we're having grad students, we're having people that have gone through an SAS and really loved it and want to come back and, and do it again, because there's a lot of opportunity for them to grow and lead there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're, we're constantly asking this question and trying to improve like what actually is the method. So I think I, like we've talked a lot about the philosophy and I could, I, th- I, I have this draw to want to talk more specifically. This is probably more philosophy, but like about like we, we use our principles in teaching as well. So this, the circling principles are that we use are, owning your experience, trusting your experience, staying with sensation, being with the other in their world, and what we call commitment to connection, just like being willing to look at what's really here and stay in it. So in a, in a simple way, like for the engineer, I'd be like, yeah, like we teach using those principles stepping in front of a room and and like I often will come in thinking like okay I can't wait to talk about um say like uh trusting your experience like I'm, I'm or maybe context like I've just gotten excited about a new understanding a, a developmental understanding I have of context and I'm like all right like everyone's on on the call or everyone's in the room and I'm gonna share about context and then there's this little kind of pain in my gut and, a, and I, I start to speak and the pain increases. And so there I'm staying with the level of sensation in my awareness. And then I'm also trusting it. I'm like, huh, if I try to speak, the pain increases. And so I just start looking around the room and I'm like, oh, I almost missed like that person is crying. Mm. And, and then I'm like, Hey, what's going on? And it completely changes. And actually I might still use that. Like once I hear what's going on from them, I might weave in my, my teaching piece about context in the moment in relationship with their crying. So it's not like I'm giving up my initial kind of agenda or my autonomy, but I'm, I'm honoring 
what's actually in the space yeah, and being yeah. willing to be informed by it. Yeah, like allowing yourself and your plan to be changed by how things are unfolding moment by moment. Yeah, and this is a great, so now we're looking at a specific, so I can say more about that, that kind of always already being impacted by relationship. Hmm. So if I stay, like, here's that person crying, and I'm like, cool, I'm going to go on with my plan and teaching context. I'm actually already impacted by that crying person in such a way that my plan isn't going to succeed. Because, like, why do I have that plan? I want to share the truth of context with everyone. And, like, I guarantee you that crying person isn't going to get that truth if, you know, if I just kind of bulldoze past them. Mm. And probably their friends and the people next to them aren't going to listen to me. And so it's like I've already been, like, changed. My plan has been changed by that reality. So Mm. the question is really, like, do I resist it or do I accept it? Yeah. Yeah, like there's an unfolding that's greater than where you think you're going. Always. Yeah, that's really profound. For, for me, I see that as really, I feel a profoundness mm. in that, that has me want to look at that closer in my own life and sit with that inquiry of, you know, where does my leadership come from? And, and mm-hmm. what we were touching on earlier about what do I actually follow, following the opening and what actually is that? Yeah. I have a feeling we could talk about a lot more and I'd like to wind down with a, with a few questions. Great. So what currently are you most excited about? Um, what, what are you working on or moving towards in terms of circling that you're most excited about? The thing I'm most excited about is, um, marketing. Hmm. <laughs> so I find the challenge of like, okay, so how can I embody these principles while sharing circling with people who have never heard of it before um, in a way that they're, that they're seen or they're, or they're transformed or, or I get seen whether or not they purchase the product or try out circling. And it's a very exciting inquiry to me. You seem excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, in some ways it seems hard, but in some ways it's like, I know, again, it's already, it's already happening. Like the normal advertising is there's these implicit messages of maybe you're not enough or maybe mm. you are enough or mm. like, and so I'm like, how do I make these implicit messages explicit? <sighs> But also, like, sell something or invite people to something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm really excited because we, ha- um, yeah, we've we have this online course, and so there's a and we have Circle Anywhere, which is, you know, an online practice community, and it's it's going strong and it's awesome because we have like four sessions a day, but I'm also like, my dream is still we have 24 sessions a day. Mm. And anyone anywhere in the world can pop into a circle literally every moment of the year. But to get to that point, like sustainably, because we're, you know, we're paying our facilitators and 
you know, all these hosting costs, like we actually need to grow the market and we need to reach out to people who have never heard of circling. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just exciting because it, it's a, it's a way of setting context. Like the way I hold context is always happening in every moment. Mm-hmm. So the, the way they, the ad is the way they click on the ad, the way that it's like, they're all ways of setting a context for what circling is. It's in dialogue with the lineage that's representing mm-hmm. the, the entity that is circling in the world. Bill, as though you brought us full circle. <laughs> when I asked you about your relationship with circling and it being an entity. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. I love that you're thinking about that. Um, it occurs to me, like the question is, how do I, how do I market and sell from a place that's congruent with the, the wholeness that circling represents? Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and it's a lot of people, you know, I, I've gotten a lot of advice and I, and I, I take it in. Like I want to get as much input and advice and, the best knowledge from marketing and, and as possible. Um, but I also find a lot of people are like, well, you can just, you know, speak to the needs and if they actually have the need, then, then what's the issue? And like, and there's, it's very subtle. Sometimes the, the implicit message, like if, if you're like, you know, um, if you, if you say something like, you know, how, how often do you, have these deep conversations that really, you know, liven up your life. And then like, you know, wouldn't you want more of those? It's like, in some ways, like, well, maybe you've just talked to a need, but in some ways you're like, hold on, I've just planted a seed that their life isn't enough right now because they don't mm-hmm. have circling. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe that seed wasn't there in the first place. And do I actually want to plant that seed? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to ignore if somebody genuinely already wants more of that, I want them to find us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess what what's coming to me the question is how do I both um yeah, I think a big part of marketing is just letting like letting the people who would be interested in what I have to offer know that what I have to offer would be interesting to them. Right. <laughs> And how do, how do I do that? Um, it's like this thing you're, I think you're trying to say is, how do I do that without, um, dismissing the wholeness of their experience as it is? Right. Exactly. And, and even the idea of speaking to needs, like that can be part of the wholeness or it could not like, no one needs to go like kite surfing, but like it's <laughs> it's still great to like to sp- to speak to it and let people know of it. So I like you know how can I say that in an ad where it's like your life's maybe is perfect as it is, and here's this thing you've never heard of, which I think you're really gonna dig. Yeah, but it's actually also gonna take you really deep into your pain and your grief and your sorrow and your brokenheartedness as well as like your joy and your ecstasy and your intimacy and your bliss. And 
and I, yeah, it's like I it it brings up like um, an idea for me, but I'm curious. Have you? What have you come to? Like, have you come to a, a solution or an answer so far? Um, yeah, I have, but I'm I'm they're they're not they're half baked, and so yeah. I'm gonna wait. Yeah, cool. And I'll, I'll be getting feedback surely from from the universe. And the, that's a beautiful thing of like current advertise like Facebook ads. Like mm. we can run fifty different kinds and get feedback. So the circle will share the circle of life will share its impact with us yeah. based yeah. on the ads that we do. I love that you're bringing circling to marketing, not just mar- marketing to your circling, so that you know you can let people know about circling, but that you're marketing with the intent of the foundation of the circling. Yeah. Thanks. I like being appreciated for that. Yeah. I think it's something I want to be better at as well. Mm. It inspires me to see if I can do that and if it would be effective as well. Yeah, and that's a vulnerable thing. And I, I think we're all f- figuring it out. We'll learn from each other. It's like it, it has to be effective because, well, really the way I think of it, the because is, is because like we like one of the principles of circling is relating with what's here or that's not a principle but like a an isness of circling and what's here is this modern economic system that we're a part of mm-hmm. and so yeah it has to be effective for its own integrity so if someone listening to this feels inspired to reach out to you or to learn more about what you are offering or what circling europe is offering what would you recommend they do i'd recommend they they check out circlingeurope.com for sure and then from there there's many directions they could go like circle anywhere is universal it's global so it's online circling all the time that's it's it's the highest value like in terms of the amount of circling you can get for the money is absolutely ridiculous. There's nothing like it in the world. Um, yeah. And, and there's online intro events that are free every couple of weeks. And I think all of that's on circlingyourb.com and circleanywhere.com. Those like, that's going to be a, a, a wonderful place to get plugged in and to like right away find others and community and practice and see if it, it's kind of your fit or not. You'll also see like on the site, like there's this a free 30 day email series, which has a lot of um, like kind of the basics of circling, but it goes pretty deep. I think it's kind of like a, a, a mini book you could say. Mm. Um, that's quite cool. And then of course there's all our other events that are on the site. Like if you want to, do circling in person, find a circling night somewhere around the world that, you know, one of our leaders is leading and there's just tons of stuff and we're growing. Like we'll have more online offerings. Like we have an online course coming up. It's, I don't mean to be like overwhelming in this moment, but it's more just like we want to find the ways that it actually meets people. Like everyone learns in different ways Mm -hmm everyone's in different parts of their lives. And so it's like, how do we um, interface yeah. with where people are? 
Yeah. I love how it it seems to me that you're in a constant inquiry with yeah. everything. It seems like not like with 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 what circling is and the philosophy and the mechanics, but also in the in the marketing and the and the, the you know the structure of your business and that there's like everything is constant inquiry and what occurs to me is an openness yeah that that feels true Mm. and again feels good to be seen by you in that yeah it's something i really i don't know if i've ever put words to it but it's something that i really like about you Mm. Mm. (laughs) for those of you who can't see the video jordan is appearing to me to have gotten very shy. <laughs> That's mm. true. Yeah. And I like how you're you're weaving in, you're circling in this way. Mm. I'm feeling shy. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to call that the end. Cool. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time and thank you for talking. And I'm, um, I got a lot out of this conversation and I, I have a good feeling that others will as well. Good. Thanks for listening to part two of my conversation with Jordan Allen. Learn more about Jordan at circlingeurope.com and check me out at circlingwizardry.com and join the Circling Wizardry Facebook group to take part in one of my free upcoming trainings.